Prologue Dean took a deep breath of the crisp morning air. He got up every morning at exactly six and made his breakfast. After a quick, dry piece of toast, coffee in hand, he'd amble down the sloped back lawn and step onto his boat dock in his slippers and robe, staring out at the rising mist from the lake. There was rarely anyone else up and about this time of day. The solitude suited him. He noticed the grass was getting a bit high. Maybe that chunky kid from down the street would offer to mow for him again. He was getting older, and the stigma of being a widower made him the target of sudden kindnesses. A casserole here, a lawn mown there. Nothing he wouldn't have done himself in better times. He glanced at his watch, the frail hands of it barely visible in the sepia light of dawn. It was almost 6.30, and it was Sunday. For a number of years, at exactly 6.30 in the morning, every Sunday, Rusty Fry would buzz past Dean's dock, burning fuel and oxygen as he sped by in his cigarette boat, breaking several laws, including the speed limit, spraying Dean in a misty rainbow of exhausted lake water laced with oil. The first time it happened, Dean suspected it was a miscalculation, a drunken lark. But instead of screaming curses, Dean simply raised his coffee cup and shouted, See you later, you slick bastard. Three years later, it was practically a comedy routine, perfected by years of mutual cooperation. Dean noodled over various insults to shout to his elusive neighbor this morning. Something cocksucker, maybe dumb or stupid, was high on the list of potential candidates. Outside of this bizarre weekly ritual, Dean had no contact with Rusty, who was quite a few years younger, who wasn't these days. The receded hairline and pot belly of his nemesis put him at maybe late 50s, 60 tops. He knew Rusty worked in a neighboring town, a bigger one, not this small one on the lake. Was it Tyler or Longview? Did something with taxidermy? Or was it bell bonds? Something lucrative. The cherry red boat was a beauty. Normally, as the semi-stranger passed, he'd speed up and whip the tail of the long speedboat around, slicing it perfectly to the southeast, narrowly avoiding a collision with the dock. Rusty would finish by pumping the engine, stirring up several large waves, lifting what appeared to be a permanent beer from his lap as a salutation, punch the gas, and speed off until the next Sunday. Not the classiest of exchanges, but it was something to do, some routine. Not too up close and personal, yet somewhat social, and that amount of contact suited them both just fine. Dean heard a distant buzz and scrunched his eyes, peering into the fog over the water. There he was, like clockwork. The red of the sleek, shiny fiberglass boat appeared on the waterline, drawing closer, faster and faster. The boat rushed forward, moving out of the fog, weaving a bit unsteadily as it accelerated. Dean stood, transfixed on the dock, watching the speedboat move faster and faster, the space between the dock and the boat shrinking exponentially with time. Dean thought, as the boat failed to arc into a slice upon its approach and smashed into the pier, he should really slow down. The speedboat launched into the air, careening sideways as it went airborne, 
sailing past Dean's wide eyes as he remained rooted to the spot, remarkably unscathed by the explosion of decking and fiberglass. He saw Rusty's hands clasping the steering wheel, the ever-present silver can wedged between his generous thighs, sunglasses still dangling from the stub of his neck. There was no head. The boat sailed like an unwieldy dart into the aluminum siding of Dean's boathouse with a crunch, forcing its front end through a weak piece of metal which groaned as it was pierced and collapsed, the mangled red boat slowly sinking into the bashed frame of Dean's weathered pontoon boat. Stupid cocksucker it was.